Welcome to our podcast, where everyone here at NADATA gets to sound off on the latest things happening in the AI and machine learning space, talk about new ways to manage data, and or talk about all the geeky things we love to hate, or is it hate to love? I'm Steve Aberly, your host who moonlights as the chief of products here for NADATA. Be sure to stick around until the end of the podcast, where I always ask our guests' opinion on how close we really are to the AI-induced robot apocalypse. You're listening to Anadata's podcast, Should I Say Thank You to Siri? Here today with the CTO of Anadata, Jerry Gay. Jerry and I spend an incredible amount of time together talking about a lot of different things, but here we wandered into the realm of unstructured data management. Why is it difficult for companies to incorporate that type of data into their pipeline or data management workflows? And why it's so difficult for industry to respond to that gap? So I think the first problem is I'm actually not aware of any, I would say, off-the-shelf kinds of ingest or pipeline software or anything like that that actually does text extraction, first of all. Uh, so if you think about um, like Informatica or even things like stream sets or anything like that, are there options for it to pull text out of documents, PDFs and things like that? Does it, and it's certainly think, not, I don't, think so. I don't think there is. And if there are, and if there are, then they're not very widely used. Uh, so it's not even perceived as an option for most people to work it into their pipeline. To work it into their pipeline. They don't think, they simply don't think it can be done. And if it can be done, what use is it? Because they're not just just not aware. Well, so they're not aware of the use. They're not aware of a the the capability even exists, and then even if that text can be extracted, they're not aware of any th information gain they can achieve from that extracted text. They, they they may know that there's information in there, but they know many people don't believe that it can be extracted, that it, they can gain knowledge from it, other than kind of like the AI machine text uh, the text mining. You hear people talk about text mining. Search. Search where you're doing, or maybe you're doing like uh, sentiment analysis, things like that, where I, this document generally is positive versus negative, things like that. Information that's in there. We know that there's a lot of structured information in these documents. You know, people will put tables in there as the obvious one, right? But, uh, you know, name, place, you'll see key value type information and even in the metadata, the, the creation time, last save times, and authors, and what software package versions were used, even that stuff, people don't, people don't even know that they can take advantage of. And then if they are introduced to it, uh, what insights can they gain from it? Traditional unsupervised natural language processing has been a discipline around for the last 15 years. We talk about what it can do for you and how much has it improved? Uh, certainly, I'm sure it's improved uh, a lot, but the traditional NLP type stuff, uh, like the gate nanny that came out of uh, uh, England years ago, Stanford. those things, Stanford and things like that, what they do is traditionally they'll do, first of all, they'll do the grammatical analysis of sentences so you'll know uh, this word or phrase is the subject versus the object. From that, then, it's mostly lookups. So I know if this is the subject, then it's probably a name. So let me look in my name database to see if this, like does John appear in my name database? I'll tag it as a person. 
does uh, does Ford exists in my vehicle database, I'll tag it as a vehicle. That's about it. Jerry and I built a system together a few years ago called Big Data Ecosystem while we worked together at a company called Data Tactics, sold to L3, then CACI. We included a version of Gate Annie and Stanford NLP into the ecosystem with mixed results, which we discuss here. So we've, we did that, and like I said, that's been the approach for the last 15 years or so. And what we tend to find is, I would say 80%, and some people we talked to this morning said, if not more, of that information extracted from the untrained, unsupervised NLP is basically noise. Mm -hmm. It's a, oh, I think, you know, uh, John is a name. Okay, well, yeah, but that doesn't really help me understand what John was doing or what the conversation around John is in this particular document. Probably one of the best examples of where NLP goes wrong is like the word Washington, right? Washington can be a place, Washington can be a person, you know, uh, and there's a Washington in I think every state, something like that. Uh, it could be a street name, right? So the tagging, and that's why I say the tagging of those words and phrases as what kind of entity they are the tagging is almost 80% wrong in given any particular context. And you'll pull, so if you have a document that has a long list of city names or something in it, you know, you have a hundred city names that come out of that document. But in my context, you know, I don't care about any of this city stuff. I'm looking for this other stuff that's in there. So you have a hundred tags that come out and you're looking for one. Uh, semantic analysis comes in where you're trying to understand the context around the sentence, right? Where in some ways, uh, especially when you're using pronouns, he, she, him, her, they, right? Those are the kinds of things that you out want, we'd really like to understand. When I say he in this sentence, it refers back, you can probably figure out who he is. As we are talking, you know, when people are talking, when you're reading it, you know, five paragraphs down, you use the word he, you know who, what he they're talking about. But unless there's an analysis that digs through that entire document, follows the semantics and the structure and the conversation, understanding he means, you know, John Smith or whatever, three paragraphs earlier, those, those identifications don't occur. Encompass takes a different approach to unstructured data management, inserting the human into the enrichment and extraction process. I talked to him here about why we did that and why it's unique. Right. So the first thing is we do that text extraction automatically so that when people process Word, PDF, PowerPoint, whatever it is, they'll see that that text has been extracted, first of all, uh, which other systems don't do. And if you'll throw, if you throw PDFs or Word documents again into something like, I don't know, stream sets or whatever, you'll see the metadata, but you won't see the text because they just don't do the text extraction because they can't do anything with it. So the first thing is that you'll see that you have some text and that's your first clue as to what maybe now I can do something with it. And then we don't do that traditional NLP for those reasons because it's, you know, it's mostly noise and I don't want to like annoy the user with all this extra extraneous information that they have to first get rid of. Thousands of fields. Thousands of fields. Put the human back into the loop and also allow them to express what they are looking for in this particular context because the same document set 
given to two different organizations, they're look, they may be looking for entirely different things. I want to find you know, vehicle information uh, because I'm working at the DMV. Or I may want to work, I want, I want person names out of this other data set because I'm in the HR department. It's the same data set. So rather than you can put both of those out automatically, try to. Uh, if you're lucky, you'll get it 50% right in either case. And it, both organizations have to throw 50% of that away because they don't care about it. Right. So rather than do that, was, all right, if you can express to me what you're looking for in the document, how to find it, that you're saying, I want this information. And because you can target it and say, I know that this name follows this word or phrase, or it's at this location in the document, there's some way you can express that. You can get that and only that information out, get out what you want. Today was a good day to have this conversation about unstructured data since both Jerry and I had met with a company called Expert System USA for most of the morning, having a deep technical dive into the textual AI software they engineered called Cogito. Maybe once or twice have I ever heard Jerry verbally say the word wow during a demo of software, but it happened that morning in Alexandria. I really wanted to ask him about his reaction and his thoughts about Cogito AI software. I was I was impressed because like the same as you I've seen dozens of those types of systems gotten demos from many different ones and a lot of those those systems attempt to do uh, the grammatical analysis right you know the uh, subject verb predicate type stuff and then they're able to maybe tune the reference tables that they use for lookup based on the part of speech that the word is pulled out of. These guys or do the context of the, the con uh, yeah. yeah, but only at the grammatical level. Only I know that this is a noun, so I'm not going to look in my action table, for example, because I know that this is a noun. So I won't I won't look for run, jump, you know, swim type activities. Uh, I'll look in my person, place, or thing table, right. and that's a part of speech, a grammatical analysis type lookup. Right. So they actually do way better at sentence understanding, semantic understanding of the text than I've seen before. And they are capable of doing, so again, if there's a paragraph or two, first paragraph has a person's name in it, the second paragraph says he or she said, understanding the, the context and the, the actual sentence cognition says, oh, he in this context means that person who's named in the paragraph above. So when, when you say he, you know, uh, stole a car, I can say that that person's name committed a crime because I can put those two sentences together that are two paragraphs apart. But because of the understanding, it's able to make that connection. With the release of Google's AutoML and Amazon recognition, I asked Jerry if we're approaching a sea change in the way businesses view unstructured data, or if these tools are really focused on image AI problem sets. His take here. Well, I think first the industry still other outside of the government space because they know that they have an unstructured data, uh, text problem in the commercial space right now. I don't think anyone. I think they're still in that mode where they don't think that it's doable. They don't think that they can extract information from the unstructured stuff. So they spend all their time on the structured, and also in the commercial space, they're spending more of their efforts, like you said with the uh, Amazon Vision and stuff. They're spending more time doing things that are at least are perceived as possible, the scene recognition in images, right? Uh, not 
the text to speech thing has been going for a long time, but now with things like Siri and uh, Alexa and those things, it's the uh, speech to text, right? So those are ML problems, but they're not deep learning ML problems. Mm -hmm. They are, they still require training sets, very large training sets, large references. Uh, but those are the tasks that I think are the, are the buzzword of the day type thing. Everybody wants to put the speech to text in their, in everything, right? You can talk to you what they want you to be able to talk to your car. Those are coming. Those are out there now. Chatbots. Yeah. Chatbots and all that kind of stuff. Jerry and I have already spoke on this podcast about how close we are to the AI induced robot apocalypse. So I decide to ask the question from the angle of artificial general intelligence, recognition versus cognition versus intuition versus problem solving. We're not anywhere near what I would call cognition yet, right? If that's not what we're doing, we're doing recognition. So, which is, which is still a hard problem, but when I you know, recognition versus cognition is uh, like a picture, I can tell you that whether there's a dog or a tree or a car or something like that. Those are hard problems, and they're and the state of the art right now. It's still easy to fool these algorithms into thinking a picture of something is something else. Right. Seeing right video, motion, speech, that kind of thing. Those are recognition problems as opposed to cognition. Yeah, there's there's categories of artificial general intelligence, right? Uh, the uh, recognition, cognition, intuition. Yeah, we're way, way away from intuition. That's, Reasoning. That never, yeah, we're nowhere near any of that stuff yet. Self-aware, no. problem solving. Yeah, the self-aware <laughs> is when the computers come and lock us all up. When, <laughs> when they hit the self-aware stage is when we're done. We're done. We're doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. <laughs> you heard it here first from Jerry. That was perfect. As always, a great talk with Jerry Gay, CTO of Data, And thanks for listening. Who's up next on Should I Say Thank You to Siri? Could be you. And a question, as Jerry suggested, are we doomed? Let's hope when artificial general intelligence does arrive, it has a good reason to keep us around.